Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Monday, bloody Monday. We're back at it. Football's back to being played on, you know, one weekend at a time. The blanks are here. What's up? I'm happy to, happy to be potting today. Oh my God. My voice is like not going to make it, but it's going to be great. I'm happy to be potting as well. What are you looking at points wise? How's the week going so far? We're potting before Liverpool. It's 1230 p.m. Monday, Eastern time. Yeah, I think we're on, me and you are on actual identical points this we week. We are. We fucking um, are. Yeah, but but so. yours is a deceptive 37. Well, Ladman will not be denied ever. Yeah, I opened your page and saw 19 last night, and I was like, oh no. I was like, this is, Walsh is in free fall. And then you see yeah. Schmeichel 12, Stevens 6, and I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah, it's just Woodman's world that I live in. I'm so, I'm so happy about having him. He's it's by far my favorite player in the, in the, in the, all not of the football league. leagues. <laughs> yeah, like every league, league down to league, duh. Duh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I got, you know, I got Schmeich's never transfer out keepers, came in for 12 against Kuhn. So that was, you know, a bit of a fucking, I don't know what to do, what to think of that. And Stevens, Mares, and then Jim got the, uh, got the goal after the yellow card. So, you know, a lot of blanks elsewhere, but we have Captain Mo and, and Trent and Joe going, Joe Gomez. Yeah, going I love today. that we have the same guys also. Like, that's, that's great. Yeah, same guys. So same, same team, same team. So, yeah, you know, everything's just happening around us. I feel like I should mention the fact that in lineup lambs on Friday for Schmeichel, you wrote Schmeich clean against two of my attackers was never in doubt, referencing to the week before. So, what does it mean when he's up against three of my attackers? Clean and Peno save incoming, the only true outcome, which was like. So close almost to being cur- exactly yeah, almost right. Almost right, yeah. And then mine for Henderson was, should be good. It'd be funny if this is finally the week Neil gets his dong. Now that I'm typing this out, I realize that Neil goal is fucking nailed on. And uh, here we are. Yeah, it's just the things are bound to happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Once yeah. you get in the flow of a season, you really start feeling these things and, and you yeah. just know. But yeah, so I'm on but 37 yeah. as well. Okay. Um Martial in for Sun ended up being pretty good. He got an eight pointer, good for me. His goal was fucking dirty. Um, and then Obs just carrying me, carrying Obbs. me across the line. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's like you had Sun and Obs on wild card a couple of weeks ago, and the, they've the been two like most interchanging, rogue, like controversial picks in my wild card. Yeah, and they've just been interchanging with like huge hauls for you. Yeah. So it's been yeah, fantastic. Right? Very happy to see uh, that for you. De- thank you. Definitely a little bit of luck. Like people have been DMing me, like, "Oh, like, what's your secret? Who should I jump on?" I'm like, "Well, I'm also getting lucky. Like in this period of me going sun obs, guys like Vardy have fallen off, Kuhn fell off, like, etc. And then even just the game yesterday. I mean, obs was good, but he had two shots and two goals. It's not really dependable. You know, Kuhn also had two shots, and one of them was a pen, and he ended up on zero. So it's like." I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I made good picks, but 
you know, you also need a little bit of luck sometimes. But yeah, 37, sometimes. I think we're, we're doing pretty, all the time. Yeah, all the, I mean, you want luck all the time. You need it some yeah. of the time. But I mean, yeah, the, the top 10K average right now is 28.6. And we're, we're both on Capmo, Trent Gomez. So we should be pretty good. I mean, really, really weird low scoring week. Like, usually, you know, if you're eight-ish points over the average, it's like, okay. But with such a low-scoring week, you know, what the actual, like, percentage of points that we are above the average is is much higher. It should be... We're having really good weeks, is what I'm trying to say, even though we're only on 37. Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess. Um, so the new trend is just no housekeeping because we keep potting in the mid-game week, but, you know, we don't make the schedules around here, so moving on. Um, dude, there's so much to talk about. Where do, do you want to just start with the blank, or should, do you want to start with the team or a thing? Oh, are there blank game weeks coming up? Oh my god, is it too? It's a, Eric B's question was: Is it too early to start talking about blank game week 28? Which I really like that question. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just let's just bang out these blank questions and and go from there. So Ricky Chubbs. For game week 28, talk to us about some of the good one-week punts relevant for those of us trying to play with a little more chaos and anyone on free hit for the blank. Aaron said, other than three pool players, who else is recommended for game week 28? And JFlow, how to handle the blank? Assuming most people blanking have some combination of, and then he lists a lot of guys. Who do we hold? Who do we sell? What's a good enough bench? Do we need the full 11 or will 10 do? A lot of action there. Yeah, I mean, I let just JFlow's question. I mean, like, I feel like even like nine guys is pretty fine. I don't think you're gonna like destroy your rank or something like that if you're around there nine, nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, especially when people have like Cantwell coming in, Hayden's you know, not like, even nailed. Fucking Baby Williams isn't even nailed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think if you have nine for sure starters coming in, that you'll be fine and. Yeah. I definitely, you know, we have the blank in 31 coming up soon. So, you know, if if you have a really good like idea of who's going to be blanking in 29 and 31, like, you know, you have Hendo, right? Henderson. Yeah. I mean, you have McCarthy, but say you have Henderson and not like you have like, well, Woodman's just too good to transfer <laughs> out, but like Stecklenberg or something, yeah, yeah, someone yeah, like yeah. that. You know, so I mean, that those are definitely places that are worth like taking hits for, but otherwise, you know, the, the games are really weird this weekend. You you only have a couple of the good teams playing bad teams, and then you know like Spurs, Spurs, Wolves, Everton, Man United. You don't really know what you're going to get there, so it's it's going to be hard to try and find the fixtures to exploit mm-hmm. or to expose him. And you know you have like your midfielders, these kind of mid price midfielders on on teams like Palace, like maybe like Wilf or like Burnley. You know you have maybe like McNeil. Uh, Armstrong, but they're all away also, which is which is challenging this week. So, you know, I, I think you should definitely temper your expectations, and I definitely think like hits should be measured if if you're going that way. Yeah, I agree, and I like that you mentioned McNeil because I actually think he's one of the punts that I do like. I mean, he's so fucking good, and yeah. But the thing with McNeil the, is that. Look he blanked numbers. for like twelve, like yeah. for like four months in a row, and then he puts up a double return. So, like, no, for is sure, that good? The, the timing makes it look like I'm just point chasing, but also like their schedule 
and a large part of that was like all the top teams. Like they played Well not not recently. No, recently it's away Southampton, home Arsenal, away United, home Leicester, away Chelsea, home Villa, okay. Home United, okay. away Everton. You know, so No, oh, yeah, okay. One, I guess I'm like confused because they have like a few clean sheets in the last four, so I assume they play bad oh, teams, yeah, but no. they did keep cleans against Arsenal and United. So yeah, yeah Pope, no, your, your, your points. Well, obviously, but yeah, no, your your points well taken. So, yeah. so you like McNeil? Yeah, I like McNeil. I mean, part of it is also Newcastle, right? I mean, like I just yeah. got finished watching match of the day because I was like falling asleep trying to watch it last night. But Palace Newcastle second to last match of match of the day was just Palace looked like a dominant team and like a dominant attacking team, and I'm like a dominant force twenty two. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like looking at this team, Newcastle. If you're if you're conceding 18 shots to Palace, 1.75 xG, nine shots on target, 12 shots in the box, like you're the worst team in the league. Okay? No, no. I mean, the, it was Ben Tech, it was back though, so it's it's that's, that's it was tough. insane, dude. Like, yeah. but, I haven't but the thing seen with Palace Burnley. look like that in so long, and I'm just like, yeah, Burnley gonna gonna stick it in. But the hard thing about that is, like, yes, they have Newcastle this week, but then they have Spurs and City. So yeah, I mean, you ben- you have to bench them for those. It- it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's tough, though. That- I mean, that's a tough. So maybe like, it's buy. like go Westwood, not McNeil or something. I mean, he has decent season long stats: two goals, six assists. Maybe you just try and get a cheeky assist, save yeah, him, save point five, point six. I don't know. What do you think about Wilf? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. It's a little bit his powers have been sapped since cutting his dreads, but he still looks good. I mean, they, he definitely had, like, the funniest shit was that Lazaro red, like the last action in the game on yeah. the match of the day because he just concedes the red, looks up, smiles, gives a thumbs up, and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he had no idea he was about to get sent he's off. He's like, hey, Steve Bruce, like, did yeah, you like that one? Yeah, he's like, I got you, Gaffer, like, yeah. like, good good shit. But um, yeah, I mean, Wolf's Wolf's history has been really bad. I mean, he's been really bad this year in general. His numbers and, are way down. Yeah, numbers way down. But unlike McNeil, after this week, you know, Palace play Brighton, which is you know the Darb, and you know maybe there are goals yeah. there. Instead of two like horrendous fixtures afterwards, they have home Watford at Bournemouth. So yeah. you know you have that little window with Wolf before maybe you were like wild carding in thirty one right. or free hitting in thirty one and wild carding thirty two. So you know that that I guess that's why I'm asking about him because he has like three good fixtures. Yeah, I guess that for me the difference is just where the individual team is at, right? Because I yeah. all of a sudden have all this money in the bank because of Sun, so I can like legit get McNeil and just bench him for the next few game weeks, and he'll just be my twelfth player, and that's like I'm not sacrificing yeah. anything to do that. But a lot of people would probably be getting in someone like Will for McNeil, and he'd be like their fourth mid and starting every week. So, yeah. yeah. So, what about Harvey Barnes? He's in this bracket also at yeah. Norwich, home Villa, at Watford, home Bournemouth. What the fuck is Broad doing not starting him? So, I mean, this just goes part and parcel with kind of what we've been talking about, or maybe yeah. I've been I've been you, going off been, about it's it. It's been you, yeah. Yeah, about how I just don't rate Raj, and I think he just gets in his own way. And, you know, he benches his inform, arguably man of the match player for the last three league games running. 
and they look like dog shit. And then he comes on, and within like ten minutes, yeah. he does more than you know anyone has done. Oh yeah, in the game. So creating, creating chances like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I do feel like he's going to go back to kind of default mode of I think playing. So too. Of like playing him and maybe Iose, but like four one four one or whatever, or maybe Tielma, you know, I don't know, Chowdhury instead of Ndidi if he's hurt, and you know, putting putting all of the guys at back in. So I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like Barnes still. You know? I still really like him too, and I still stand by, even though like I also love Jack Grealish. I still stand by the fact that like with the blank in mind and the really good fixtures, I I think. Someone like Grealish to Barnes is a good move. Still, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. What do, What do you think about Matto? I don't know, man. He's just like I was joking about Bruno Fernandez like two weeks ago or something. I was like, why, like, why get Matto when you can spend a million more and get Bruno Fernandez for the same player? But Matto has just been for a long time. He's not really looked like returning. I feel like he's like. He hasn't returned in a long time. He has one goal in like fucking three months. Well, there you go. I I just don't know. Maybe this is another Braj thing, but I feel like he's not the he's not the guy right behind the striker anymore, or he's not like cutting in and looking to shoot anymore. And I think I test. He's still a really good player and like creates a lot, and he's just really good in in possession and moving the ball and progressing the ball and stuff. But I don't feel like he's in like the final ball guy or in the box or anything like that. So yeah, I, don't I think know. it's an interesting comparison, to like Grealish, because you know, I mean, Grealish just got the assist off like a corner kick, and you know, his returns have also been very far from prolific. It's kind of been like little tic tac trickle along, like mm-hmm. being buoyed by uh, bonus points, and you know, definitely it's been better than Madison, but. You know, when you look at the fixtures for Villa that are upcoming, as well as the fixtures upcoming for Madison for for Leicester, it's just like night and day. So, you know, I I do agree that you know, like someone like Grealish is more involved, or you know, more more forward, or more, you know, the final pass rather than maybe the hockey assist or even the secondary assist right. to the hockey, you know, hockey hockey assist. <laughs> but I I do I do kind of like like Madison. There's something about yeah. Madison to me that like with these easy fixtures, even though they've had a lot of easy fixtures that he's blanked in recently, that you know if you're looking to try and get ahead, like he's the kind of player that could just pop up with like a 15 pointer. Right. He's not gonna. He's not gonna blank the rest of the season. He's not. He's too good. Exactly. Yeah. He's too good. And even like even just being on you know corners or indirect pieces like set pieces, like they haven't had. A goal off an indirect set piece in fucking months. Yeah. And that's not going to continue for the rest of the season. So, you know, I, I get that people are very down on Madison. Like he, his returns have just been so bad. He has one goal, game week 21. And then before that, it was game week 16 since his last return. Right. You but know, being so down long. on someone, that's like buy low, right? <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's exactly, that's like buy low, sell high. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're trying to buy low on Maddo because, you know, we know the other other thing with like him to Barnes. Yes, it's like one and a half million. It depends on your team, but if you're 
if you're looking at minutes played, you know, he just benched Barnes. He benched one of his best players because of like barrage things. And, you know, we like minutes a lot. You know, you, you can't score FPL points if you don't yeah, have minutes. And Madison plays 90 minutes every, yeah, Madison, Madison plays 90 minutes every game. So, you know, it, whether it's like a garbage time thing or, or just the set pieces or whatever, you know, you know, he's going to be on for 90 and they have these really good fixtures coming up. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it's, like insane to imagine that he scores, you know, thirty points in the next four or five game weeks, and that that could be a, a really good boon. So, I'm, I'm I also like Madison. You know, I, I'm just saying. I guess I just I like him. No, you know, I, I love always it, have. Dude. I mean, you just you just took me through the fucking ringer. I'm I'm so in now. You you've opened my eyes. I'm so in now. I think that's an absolutely great shout. Love it. Um, we actually got a bunch of questions about Lester, so maybe let's just do those too. Um, Will H said, Kuhn out for the Vardy party? Question mark. Poor form, but Norwich might be just what Lester need. Chucky, thoughts on Chilwell? it. thoughts on bringing Vardy back? Neil, thoughts on Lester attackers, etc. He's He has... <clears throat> He has Maddo. He said, Maddo's been in my team forever. Had to prioritize other moves. Am I crazy for being tempted to go Kuhn to Vardy? And then Fat said, who's the best non-Maddo Lester mid? But So I think I want to, like Vardy, definitely we have to touch on. What are you, yeah, yeah, what are you, what are you thinking about him? I mean, I still feel like I felt, I think it was last pod when I said, like, he's just going to get his points. Like it, I think it's going to happen. Yes, he's out of form, and he, you know, he only got really that one chance against City, and it was a huge chance, and he should have scored, but he hit the post a little bit unlucky, and similar to what you were just saying about Matto, I mean, while he's fit, he's just going to play ninety every single game, and they're not going to blank in all these fixtures. They're probably going to score three in a couple of them, and he's going to be involved. Yeah. So do you think he's like a safe and goodbye? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing with him is like I don't expect him to return to like his earlier in the season form. I don't expect 20 pointers. Um so in that sense safe is correct, but there's also all of these cheap guys who are really good and value-wise I don't really think Vardy is worth his value right now. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with the value standpoint. I mean, he's nine seven. Yeah, um, you're never capping him. No chance. Well, you right? could if you want to go differential. I mean, they have home Villa coming up. But like, let's say Bright- he doesn't Brighton coming up. If he doesn't score away Norwich, are you really capping him home Villa? I don't know. I mean, probably you could. not. Probably not. But you could. I mean, you could do everything, whatever you fucking want. <laughs> you get Captain Ladd first, first. The Medman Captain, whoever you want. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. But like Liverpool but, have home Bournemouth in 29. Yeah. Like you're really going to captain and potentially out of form Leicester slash Vardy? Probably not. But yeah, I don't know. 9-7, it's a lot. But like Kuhn to Vardy, I don't hate that move at all. Like Kuhn is also Obbs? ice cold. What about Obbs to Vardy? Well, so that's a harder one because I have been planning to do that for like at least two weeks now. Yeah, and but the fixtures I'll, off the off the blank for Arsenal are so good, unlike Kuhn, which they're bad. Right, they're bad and yeah. Champions League and all that shit and for more Kuhn. rotation. Like you know, Obs is playing. Yeah, I know that. So I had been planning this move, but Obs just came through with three goals in two matches, and 
despite his numbers still being really like not great with like two shots and two goals this week, that's what Vardy is too, you know? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, Obs is just like the more informed, better Vardy in that sense where it's like he's not going to rack up the like insane XG and shots and all that stuff, but he's always going to get his goals. And I mean, I think, what I said last week about OBS is basically my my own personal hazard is like if I hold him, he's gonna be in the golden boot race at the end of the season. I don't know how he's gonna get there, but he's gonna get there. So it's yeah. just like I feel great holding OBS in form off a thirteen pointer with home West Ham away Brighton, away Southampton, home Norwich incoming. So I'm just gonna keep him, I think. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about Vardy though? Yeah, similar to you. I mean, I don't have like any groundbreaking analysis here. Yeah. Um, you know, he he looks very off the boil, but at the same time, you know, Lester have had a tough run of fixtures and I, I do feel like there's something to be said that they have that, you know, only Premier League game every week and they can prepare for it and they're not traveling to, you know, Astana or wherever the fuck <laughs> like all these other play, like Wolves or Arsenal are going or, you know, City, Chelsea, you know, they have like Bayern or whatever. So I, I like that a lot and yeah. I am more partial towards, you know, trying to just lump in when you know you're going to get 90 and just hope for like the turnaround rather than yeah. hoping like Kuhn plays because that's also, you know, a huge concern for like for me, right? I have Kuhn, you have Ob, so it's very different. But with Kuhn, it's like, I don't know if he's going to play these games. Like, yeah. I don't know how. Pep seeing seeing it in the rotation, and you know, okay, if they have a double in twenty nine off the blank, like that does is that a double for Kuhn? Like probably not. Probably not. You know, he's he's probably playing one. I, I'm sure he's going to want to get like cup wins. So yeah, I, I am I am looking at Vardy. I'm I'm probably leaning towards getting Vardy in for Kuhn and then doing something else with the money, just for those reasons. You know, just give me the ninety minutes. Like, you know, obviously he's out of form. But I'd rather bank on him snapping back in a form than, you know, holding someone like Kuhn and having to start, you know, Who's bad also players. out of form, also. Yeah, he's also out of form. He's been bad, like, the last couple games. So, yeah, that's a very good point. Also, like, he's not blowing doors down. I mean, he can't fucking score a pen. So, yep. yeah. So, I, I, I like Vardy. I like Vardy right now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Vardy's good. The thing that always annoys me with form because it's this like mystical aura that surrounds all beings. It's like you can be out of form and then in 10 minutes against Norwich, you can be in red hot form. Like he can score an early goal and then the narrative changes to like Vardy's back in form. It's like, it's like this made up thing, you know? So it's not like. You don't have to always see someone in form before getting them. They can, yeah, they like you said, they can just like snap back into it. But yeah, yeah. Other than Maddo, and we already talked about Barnes. Would you be looking at any of the other Leicester players, like any defenders or Tielemans, Perez, anyone like that? I I think not really. I don't know. I mean, I feel fine if you want to get like Pereira. Yeah, Pereira or soy, actually is or in my soy boy. Or, Pereira's or Evans, on my radar. You know? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, at Norwich, home Villa, at Watford, home Bournemouth, they should keep two cleans, I would guess, yeah, of I mean, those four. Indini's out is annoying and bad. Yeah, but Indini's been out, and, yeah. you know, I mean, they, they clean Wolves, and they yeah. almost clean City. So, yeah. 
I mean, they're just they're still good. <laughs> they still no, have like still really good, good players. Good. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like that's like fine. And I guess like the bigger question is for people right now, if you're going to be getting a defender, and like, do you value getting one of those defenders in over a Wolves defender because they have the Spurs fixture? Like Wolves have at Spurs before they have home home Brighton at West Ham home Bournemouth at Villa. You know that that's a that's a tougher call. But I, I definitely think that getting a defender in is totally defensible and fine right now. Well, yeah, and this is also an important thing that Jeff D, good old Jeff D, sent me on Slack because I feel like neither of us really look too much into like the future perspective blanks and all that kind of shit. But according to that dude Ben Krellen, who's just a spreadsheet warrior, the teams with no chance, zero percent chance of a blank in game week thirty one. Are Wolves, Bournemouth, Burnley, and Watford. So it's just something to keep in mind if you don't have your wild card or don't have your free hit or whatever it might be. Yeah, more free hit, I think. Yeah, free hit. Then it's like, yeah, well, then maybe you do get the Wolves defender because that yeah. is the one thing they have over, you know, a team like Leicester or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, and even if it's like, okay, Leicester have to lose to like Nottingham Forest or some like shithouse, like you don't even want to put yourself in that position yeah. because the chance of that is not like greater than getting like Doc instead of Pereira, right? Exactly. Like the, the like extra the, game is so much more valuable. Leicester just got knocked out by Aston Villa in the other cup. So what are we even talking about? If they're up against Forrest, they're fucking done. Um, Dwan. Dwan. Um, Ten. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I New listeners must just be so confused, which I love. Um, like, oh, I, I love the pod until like minute 20 when they started yelling yeah. numbers. Like, well, oh, I love yeah, the pod cool. until second 20 where some guy screamed okay into my ear. And then later on, minute 20, they both started screaming 10. I don't know what's happening. Um, we did get some Wolves questions. Speaking of Wolves, um, Adarsh said Jota or Bali as my third Wolves player if I already have Jim and Doherty. Doherty. And Chucky said, is double up on Wolves D mad? If not, would you go for Bowley or Saiz as the second guy? Obviously, Doc is the first nailed. Ugh. I mean, I we've been shouting Saiz because he's cheaper, and I still think that's correct. And Well, it's not only that, but his, his stats are actually better. Are they actually? Because I haven't looked into yeah, it. Yeah, like a lot better. Oh, okay. Well, then, Avi, Ab, Saiz, that's good. Um, what are you thinking about Jota right now? Because he's obviously red hot. He had eaten in Europa and then triple return yesterday against Norwich. Yeah. It's just like Jota, he's just like a very unusual and strange player to kind of peg for FPL because he's the quintessential form player to me where you know he gets on a hot streak and then it's just like the ball finds his foot but you know watching his goals and how he played this weekend i mean he could have finished up with five points like easily you know like the first goal was like the broken set piece it just happened to fall to him if it wasn't him it could have been bully or Jimenez scoring yeah. the goal and you know he, he he takes players out of the game like you know we talked about him kind of like hazard um when they got promoted about kind of what he does to to op- the opposition right like the dribbles and the yeah, pace yeah. and the the ball control and stuff like that but you know predicting when he's going to score is difficult because 
it is really streaky with him. But you know, we also have seen this last season. You know, their, their first season up, and towards the end of the season, he really got like into this red hot form, and he just finished the season so strongly. So, on the one hand, like I feel like it's sort of unsustainable because I feel like he's a little bit of a shit house in the final third. And it, like it has to kind of really fall the right way or get like really lucky mm-hmm. because you know again watching the game this weekend there were so many times when he just like fucked up or made the bad decision or, or hit the post or, or whatever it was that I was just like frustrated I'm like what are you doing but you know he also came in with a triple return and you know when he's finding this form like he did last season and he finished the season like really strongly and he had a lot of points in the last like 10 game weeks you know maybe it's just like he's slow to warm you know he he takes a while and when the season gets to the to the ass face of the burner that he <laughs> fires on all cylinders and yeah, that's last, what we're seeing right now last 13 games of the season last year he had five goals four assists so yeah right. Just, so he was just flying. Yeah. So I mean, he, maybe he's just in that like Redmond and PVA like bucket of just okay. He's battling little niggling injuries throughout the season, and then the end of the season happens when he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to go to the Maldives when the season's over." So I'm gonna like <laughs> have fun for the last two months, and he really fight like fires and he puts it on. So I don't mind like chasing that dragon sort of thing is, yeah. is what it feels like to me, but. At the other side is like, yeah, the defense looks like they're getting a lot more sure. Like, I mean, they're not putting themselves in position where Rui Patricio can ruin a clean sheet. Yeah, like, they're, they're not really even, conceded nothing. To nothing. North. Like six yeah. shots, point three xg. Just like they just owned them. Yeah, I mean, Norwich had like a half chance on like minute ten, and then it yeah. was just the game flipped upside down, and it was just not competitive. Yeah, so, that, so that's a, that's what you want to see from your defense for sure. Yeah. The, and, the other you know, thing, with, oh, go on, go on. Well, I was just going to say, you know, the other thing with the defense, like, unlike Jota, so one thing with Jota I was talking to someone on Slack about is that, like, you know, there aren't a lot of, like, comps with Jota in that price bracket, like, other than, like, Ings and, and Jim, really. So he's a lot less, like, replaceable. D- when DCL, you look at, I guess. Yeah, and DCL, good, 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 good call by you. But, you know, he's a lot less replaceable at that, at that price bracket. But, you know, when you look at, like, Saiz or Doc, you know, there are a lot of, you know, Stevens or whoever, like four or five midfielder or four or five defenders. And then like with Doc, you know, you get like Laporte or someone like that. So it's like a lot easier to find a replacement in that price bracket and other teams than you can with Jota. So I think you have to look at that definitely and think about that. But, you know, the other thing too with the, with the defenders are, you know, they have real attacking intent. Like, you know, Doc is playing kind of out of position. He's been playing out of position all season. And yes, like 6-1 feels like a lot to pay for someone who's on a defense that kept eight clean sheets last season. They'll probably, you know, be on track for like between that 8-10 range this season. But, you know, he has like goal. He could have had a goal and an assist and a clean this week. Like he had a really good goal chance at the end of the game that he fucked. And you know, Saez is like under four or five, and he's his his attacking stats are also really good. So you know, there's a lot to like there. So yeah. you know, I think they're just like all good options. But it you know, it comes back also to your your context of the, your context of the team, and you know who who are you looking at getting? What price bracket you have? But you know, I, in in short, I think they're all good options. Yeah, the thing that I was going to just add on the Jota thing is. 
I basically agree that I'm I'm with you there and like I'm totally fine with people like chasing that dragon or whatever the fuck you said. But like the the thing that stood out to me when I was just watching Match of the Day highlights and, and I don't know if you agree or not is I still think Adama is going to be first choice. Like maybe he's not 100% fit, but I think when he's 100% fit, he'll still be first choice. And if that's correct, which I don't know if it is or is not, then Jota's going to be playing left wing and not like second striker like he did against Norwich. And I feel like that that two up top, you know, two strikers playing off each other, him and Jim, is really good for Jota. And that's like his best position where he can just kind of like take people on and he's in the box all the time and he's just like a fox in the box. Whereas I feel like when he's out, out on like left wing and all the buildup kind of goes through Adama and it's a lot more crossing and stuff. I feel a lot less confident that he's going to like get his shots and get his goals. So yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, that definitely plays like if they're playing the three, five, two or the three, four, three, right. That's a huge difference. I think. Yeah, it's a huge difference, but either way that like all that tells me is that like in the three, five, two, that doc is the player that gets to come inside for maybe like the recipient of the crosses. Right. But even if it's three, five, two, uh, I'm sorry, even if it's three, four, three, I mean, he's putting the crosses in, right? So either way, he's still like a great asset. Yeah, you're talking about Doc. Doc, yeah. I was talking what about Jota. Oh, yeah. Well, same same team. But no, same actual same team. Yeah, um, no, but I, I agree with you with Jota. And it's also is like Jota always does his business or usually does on the counterattacks, right? So, yeah. you know, it's in in the formation that they played this weekend, like there's a lot more space because they're parked to fuck. So, you know, when they have the like 2 on 3 or or 3 on 2 or 2 on 3, he has that that agency to get more points than, yeah, who than was, otherwise. Yeah. Who was saying in Slack that Jim had like a really bad game? Because I just uh, yeah, yeah Ross, I, was Wolf Ross. I was stunned. He was at the game because on match. I, I, I didn't was, watch I, it. Live. I, I thought Ross was yeah. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, on match of the day, he was so Jim, good. Jimenez, yeah, Jimenez. He, his build. Yeah. I watched the yeah. So I watched good. the game. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jim yeah, no, played I, a really yeah. good game, and he was just like yeah. decoying and building up and holding up all day. Yeah, yeah, and that I, enabled I the yeah. Jota explosion. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, let's go to Chelsea. We got damn, we got a lot of action to go over. We we got some questions about Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, 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 House of Steve Bergwine is Tammy an option again? <laughs> such such a good name. I think that's Jesse. And then TJC, is it too early to bring Tammy in? And is Jim just a better option regardless? So people are enthused about Chelsea. Yeah, I mean they looked like they were up back up, like tails up, you know, doing all the things. That was their best game in a while. A long time. I'm still nervous about Tammy. Me um, too. I think Giroud might start again. He, sh- he should have been starting like well, a lot. That, that's, that's if you're like an anti Lampard guy, you hang your hat on the, his his treatment of Giroud and Batuai and all that shit. Yeah. Like, well, there there was a stat I think that said like Giroud had more shots this game than Batuai's had like all season or something. That can't be possible. Yeah, there there was something something like that. Yes, it is and and was possible. 
That's insane. Yeah, maybe he shots on target or something because bats loves just like missing yeah, the loves, entire frame. Yeah. He just wants to give the supporters behind the net fucking souvenirs. He really belongs at Palace. He's a man of the people. Bats. He is a man of the people. Bats. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like Giroud might start again. I don't think they need Tammy for the Bournemouth match. Um, and maybe Tammy's going to start in the Champions League and then rest. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, so. yeah, that's the X factor. Is I mean, Bayern is certainly more on f- yeah. fat-ass fuck Frank's frontal frontal lobe, frontal cortex, about what team he's going to pick. And, you know, the Bournemouth game can, can kind of get fucked. So. <sighs> yeah, that said, I mean, I'm interested in Tammy after this game week once we learn a little bit more information. But, like... Like uh, TJC said, I do think it's a little bit too early right now. We just don't really know his fitness. And Giroud looked really good and, and worked really well with all the mids and stuff. So don't really like getting to me this week. I fucking love Giroud so If you much. don't love Giroud, like you He's just don't so love good. football. He's incredible. Yeah, that's that's like, true. I was, I was watching him and I was thinking about like, if you're like new to footy or whatever, you might look at him and just be like, oh, he never scores. He's not that good. It'd be like someone new to watching football being like, oh, Firmino, like, I don't get it. Like, he doesn't score enough. Like, like he does, Drew does so many good things. Like, that was like Mount's best game in three months because of Giroud. And like, even Barkley looked remotely competent because of Giroud. And it was just like, Everything worked with him. It was just, it was so good to watch. Fucking Mount, dude. Mount's going to be 6'5 next year, and he's going to be in both our teams. I'm yeah. Ready. My, that's body, my body is ready. That's possible. And it's going to be horrible. Yeah. I don't want him in my team. Yeah. But it's, it's something they're going to have like a few good fixtures. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to start with like home leads away, <laughs> fucking Newcastle. It's just like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, so that's who starts up top and all that shit. But who else are we targeting? Vax's question, like, are there any other targets? Well, I've been talking Reese James up for a little while, I guess. Yeah, you have, you um, I mean, I might buy him this week. It depends on how they do against Bayern and what what's kind of cracking, but... I like him, you know. I mean, he's five million. He's playing out of position at Bournemouth, home Everton, at Villa, the next three. Then they have City, and then they have another good run. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, five million is just like he seems good. I'm not sure if he's better than like a Leicester defender, which is, I guess, the the spot he's competing with. Um, and and then you know, Alonso came in, played a blinder, but I just don't think he's going to keep playing three at the back against bad teams. God, I so wish, I could, I could, I wish s- he would and we could get yeah. Alonzo. Fuck. Like, I, I could see him playing. Like, maybe that was like the prep course for the Bayern game when he's going to play, you know, three at the back. And, yeah. and, and, you know, that makes sense to me. And then go back to the flat back four against Bournemouth. So that would, and, and, and Alonzo's out of the team. I mean, he can't play fullback. He's just not a fullback. So, you know, I think Alonzo is definitely just. Too too nuts to go for in FPL, but yeah, I, I do like James a lot. I think he's good. Yeah, his numbers are really good compared to like other defenders, like crosses, chances created, and he look he obviously looks really good too. He's an exciting player to watch. So yeah, yeah I do like that shout. None of the mids really options, right? No, yeah, no, not, just not so unless bizarre. like Pulisic comes back. But yeah, it is bizarre. Yeah, especially because he plays like six of them every game. Yeah, there's so many, and they're yeah. they're really good players. Also, they're just not good for FPL. 
Barkley. Was. Wassy boy. Yeah, I do. I do like the Reese James shot. That's a good one. Good one, Lexi. Um, <laughs> Manchester United. We have the Bruno Hall, Martial, Ding Dong, Duit said, "Is Bruno actually an option now? Is Martial still the the best United best United asset to own?" A Darsh again. He said, "Is doubling up on Manchester United through Martial and Bruno too much? I'm looking to make up some ground and." Fatty said five cleans in the last eight. Are we ready to talk about United D? Getting rid of Martial two weeks ago is just it's upsetting. Not great. It's not great for me. Yeah, it's, you know, it's especially because I've been the biggest proponent. This is also literally the exact same thing that happened when I got Rashford in. He blanked like twice or three times, and I got rid of him immediately, and he immediately started getting points again. Yeah. Yep. Like I've had Mar- I had Martial for a long time. Yep. And then he had these three blanks, and I got rid, and he's just like 8-8. Eight, eight. I'm just, tilts me out of my skull. It's yeah. so fucking, you know, I don't even, and I don't know, like, what I did wrong. Like, like when it's it was that precipice of, like, there are good underlying things of he's playing out of position striker, but then also the other side of the coin of, like, he's looked really bad for not three blanks, but also it was, like, five games because it was also other competition that he looked really bad in as well. Right. And like getting rid, like ha- like it, was, it reminded me of like the Pookie thing earlier in the season when we held him forever and it was bad. And then even still, we held him for too long and we got rid of him. And then he scored like yeah, that eight was, eight seven or something. That was us being what like the fuck too is that? patient. And then it still still bit us in the ass. Yeah, I know it's hard, man. I mean, I think the thing I would say is that kind of like motto or whatever that I made up this season where I'm always trying to transfer people in and not transfer people out meaning like I only want to use moves on guys I feel really superbly good about instead of just transferring guys out that I feel bad about you brought in in like part of a triple move of course not one for one but you brought in like a Dama Traore and you were I mean obviously are you kidding me you're going to bring this up what do you mean? Do you want to just put daggers into my all of my body? I'm just talking about Oh my god. I know you hate him, but that's what I'm I saying. Hate him. That's what I'm saying. Like you were more down on him than everyone else before you got him. Which might mean in turn like you should have never gotten him. Because you love Tony and he's good. I don't like I don't like the way this conversation's going. Oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Don't take it the wrong way. It's not you, it's very me. Up, I'm very upset in this moment. <laughs> well, let's just talk about uh, Marshall and Bruno, though. I mean, where are we at? Who do you like more going forward? Would you double up? I would be so far away from doubling up. I don't really... I mean, fair play if you did it like last week or two weeks ago, but at Everton, home city at Spurs, like no, no thank you. Yeah, just It's just a no thank you. And if you have one, like you hold, and I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the same thing with, you know, DCL, right? Like last week, this is like giving me flashbacks of that conversation where we're just saying, you know, if you own him, great, but if not, like don't buy him because the fixtures are so bad. But yeah, you know, they both look good. You know, Bruno the, and Martial both look good. The but difference is the like fixtures DCL's are really bad. Elite stats for like yeah. almost eight consecutive games yeah. leading into and, the bad fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point. Like, the underlyings are good. And I mean, it's kind of, un, 
improbable that DCL only had a goal. Like he could have easily had, you know, a 13 pointer this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, with, with Martial, like his stats haven't been great. He's, you know, the goal was ridiculous, worldy, was but he hasn't so been like having these really big chances that he's been missing. And, you know, Bruno, he's still, you know, living and, and kind of breathing outside of the box. I think he had one goal attempt other than the pen this week inside the box, yeah, which I did. think was his first. I think that was his first from open play in, uh, 182, whatever, two, 270 minutes. Yeah. To be honest, uh, since he came he, over, he, that should have been like a massive chance and it was a bad pass from Martial, to be fair. So like okay. he should have had a big chance. But yeah, that is his only shot in the box other than the pen in yeah. his so, Manchester United I, career. So I mean, you know, it's it's VAR, VAR United, VAR Chester, whatever the fuck you call the team, and they're going to get more pens than, you know, Burnley. But I don't think just him being on pens means that he's like a great pick. So I, I would definitely caution kind of the fervor of, of transferring him in. Like I'm seeing a lot of people doing, you know, Mares to him and, and I don't really get it, but I might be missing something. I mean, what do, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I do think he's, he's classy. Like I think it's very evident when you watch him. He's just a really good, really confident player. Um, I like the fact, obviously, that he's on all corners and all free kicks and he can, it looks like he's really good at Taking it like the deliveries are good and the shots are good from from direct free kicks too, so I like that he has that baked in. And with pens, you know, he's gonna just trickle, you know. With, and that's why I called him like a more expensive Matto before I knew he was on pens because he's just gonna trickle by those, just being on all of those alone. Open play, I agree way more with you i'm just like i don't really expect him to like score an open play shoots from 30 yards like bad shots all day um the my main takeaway from united wofford which i was watching pretty closely was united are still the exact same really really bad attack i mean they don't really have a manager so that makes sense the thing is they're also still the same in the sense that when the game opens up and so they get a pen that opens the score and Watford start, you know, coming out, breaking their shape and stuff. Once that starts happening, Manchester United are elite, but they need the other team to like give that to them. You know what I mean? And so once that started happening, I was like, oh my God, they're going to score five. Like this is going to be a fucking destruction until, <laughs> until that happened. I was I was just compl- I was just a nightmare in Slack. I was just like, I can't believe I got a Manchester United player in my team. They're the worst fucking pieces of shit ever. They can't do anything. Watford were easily the better side for large chunks of that first half. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like we said we said on Friday my life. Like none of their fixtures are good. None of their fixtures are bad. They're all just gray because we don't know. It almost depends more on the other team than it depends on Manchester United for me. Because they only create good chances when they're countering and there's space. And if there's not space and they're not countering, then they're bottom five attack in the league. So, yeah, I don't really want to double up, but I think either are good. I mean, I I went Martial because he's the actual striker and I like shots in the box. But if you have a hard-on for Bruno and the shiny new toy and he's on all the fucking set pieces and shit, then get him. I mean, he's good too. I think they're both good. That was a good job by you. Oh, thanks, bro. 
What about defensively, though? They do have a lot of cleans. I mean, their numbers have been good all season. The cleans just weren't following, but now the cleans are coming. Yeah, I mean, that's a good shout. I, I still just think, like, you know, the next three are really bad. Yeah. And then they have, like, a really good run. So, so maybe we're getting, like, McGuire you know, that, in or something later. Well, yeah, I think it's just not a good time. But, I like, this is the kind of thing that looks exploitable for, you know, that wild card, right? Like, you get two, maybe. Maybe you get one B. And, yeah, you get, and, like, Juan and, and McGuire or something. Yeah. And, and then one of you know, Marshall and Bruno, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they have a really good run from 31 basically to the end of the season. I mean, they have at Leicester at game week 38, but, you know, that looks good. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's too early, but I think it's definitely something to, to keep in mind for, yeah. for the future. I mean, that could be the source of like a lot of extra points. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Um, otherwise, dude, I, all I have are really questions. So unless you have something else you want to discuss. No, yeah, let's let's bang some questions out. <clears throat> all right. Sorry about my voice, by the way. I'm just turned up. Um, all right, so do it. I know you guys were hesitant to bring in DCL ahead of the fixtures. Has any of that changed now? So the aforementioned DCL. Are we thinking he's like a transfer in now, even though their fixtures are hell? And him and Rich, I mean, Rich should also be included in this. Or like, what do we make of this? Yeah, I mean, I still, same, same Z's. I think, you know, I'd rather have Jota, honestly. Like, I mean, that's the like for like. Like, if you don't have Ings or Jim, you know, they're a little bit more expensive, but Jota's like same price and the fixtures are a lot better. I, I don't think that's really close. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, you you look at the fixtures and you see at Chelsea is red and you're like DCL probably scores there like in his form he looks so fucking good he's been so good consistently for a while now but the other two sandwiching Chelsea are home United home Liverpool like those are just so bad so so bad yeah I don't I still don't think he's a transfer in but I do love him and I'm upset that he's not in my team needless to say. Rich that too. was the one. That was the one miss for you on wildcard. I guess was Benningham, huh? The thing is, who would I have not gotten Ings or Jimenez? No, I'm not saying that. Like you know, what your decision was was yeah, wrong, yeah. but just you know, hindsight. Hindsight. I definitely am down points for getting rid of him. I just don't. Yeah. It's hard to even imagine who I would have not gone with. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kurt Ime. Kurt Ime. Walsh, what's your plan with City players? Is it worth holding on to Aguero for the double despite him single-handedly knocking me out of the cup and demolishing my money league hopes? <sighs> I mean, I, I am I'm this is gonna be like my week long mental struggle. Yeah, what to do with City guys. Yeah, I mean having Mars and Kuhn, right? It's I mean Mars finally got points this week, but I mean Kuhn's off zero two two four. I mean really bad. And he's so expensive. While Obbs has been firing on full cylinders, is a blank. Then at United, you know, maybe there's a double there. But even if it was a double, it'd be like at United at home Arsenal. It's like good. And then you know Burnley. Then they have Chelsea, Liverpool. So yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna get rid of Kuhn, but I'm still not 100 percent sure. I need to think more about you know what I'm gonna do with the money released if I do do that. Um, 
you know, Mara is definitely not, you know, a surefire pick in my team either. And, you know, I could just hold Kuhn, do something like Mara's and a defender and still get like basically the same two players I would get other otherwise. Like if I get if I downgrade Kuhn to Vardy or something. Yeah. It might take a hit, might get rid of both and, and, and upgrade, you know, Williams to someone or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's, there's definitely no like definitive answer. I don't think Kuhn's the kind of player that, you know, is going to be kept down for very long. And this is also kind of what we talked about earlier, right? About, you know, he's had a few blanks, but that, like, he's so good that he could just, Put in, you know, fifteen next week, uh, and no one yeah. would be surprised. Not zero percent. But surprised. I guess, I guess it's like kind of like the pep roulette and the the rotation with all of the games and all of the all of the competitions that are still live for them. Is like, do I want to just get something like more sure, like Vardy, who's going to play every game, and put the money elsewhere, or do I want to just keep rolling with Kuhn? So I'm I, I'm really not sure. I. I I don't mean to, you know, sit on a fence here. No, but um, they also have Champions League midweek. I mean, I think the fence is the right place for now. And we're, this is sort of a Friday Night Life question, probably, right? Yeah, I or mean, th- definitely Thursday by Friday, life, I guess this week. Yeah, or Thursday or Friday. Like, definitely, I'll have a better idea what to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards getting rid of him. And like, whether or not I take a hit is. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards getting rid of him. I just don't think that looking at the fixtures, like if anything, it would be the kind of thing I would want to wait to see what happens with the other competitions and see where they fall, and then maybe get him back like on wild card. But for right now, it, it, it just doesn't seem like great to hold yeah. him through all this mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything like? Do you agree or disagree or what do you think? It's one of the hardest decisions of the season, I think, because I mean, I agree with you. Obviously, like Lester was a bad game; like he just wasn't himself and wasn't good and whatever. But you look at the two matches before that where he blanks; he had a combined twelve shots and like one point five seven xg in those two matches, and and ended up with no goals. And it's just. Crazy, like in a normal, not even red hot coon, just like normal coon. That's probably at least two goals between the two games. So it feels like you've been unlucky, <clears throat> and I think that heavily biases us, like recency bias of just like like feeling like you have to get rid of him more than you would if he had returned. But I also don't think that that's wrong um, because, yeah, like you said, I mean. He's he's out of form. The minutes are probably going to be inconsistent. We both think he's going to start and play line share minutes in Champions League. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. I, I I don't know either, really. I hope that we both have some more clarity on like Thursday night, my life, but I don't know. Don't know. Um. So we got Will H. I'm just looking up really quick because I think Will H was like a, a cup meme. He was the lowest scoring qualifier, like the lowest scoring person who made it through to the bracket in the cup. 127 points in three game weeks and he still gets through. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Will H is PVA on the menu. Brighton, Watford, Bournemouth, Poole, Burnley, next five. Attacking return from a Palace defender seems like an auto pick. Is it? Is it PVA time? Is it late enough in the season for PVA? I mean, I mentioned him like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you did. If you'll if you'll remember this, but 
I I still feel like we're diabolical. Yeah. And I just don't love that. You know, two Brighton is a, is a rough game for us. You know, I mean, that's a darb and it's not really, you know, an on paper like, oh, if Everton were at Brighton where you could really look at it objectively, maybe so much so. But, you know, Watford, Bournemouth, I mean, we could keep two cleans in those three, but like, I don't love it. Like, I feel like maybe like one yeah, is, is one kind is of probably more likely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, 5 5, like, it's again, it's, it's comparing against like the Leicester defender, right? Like, I think there's a, Better chance that you know Lester keep actual like three cleans in a row. Like I think that could happen. So I don't I don't love PVA over like the other defenders that we're talking Doc, about. Doc Pereira, Laporte, that kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just he's well, so not, expensive. not Laporte right now, but yeah, yeah, but in general, I mean. yeah. I mean, he's still five five. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about Sharson's question. Jeff D, do we hold decisions until news of Game Week 29 potential doubles so we can decide on using our moves to prep for blanks versus cash in on doubles? Uh, we just know nothing about, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we know nothing about the Game Week 29 doubles, right? It's just like a guess that it might happen. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. So, yeah, I don't know, whatever, also. Puff, a free hit chip, better to use in the blank 28 or 31, or do we save it for one of the doubles in 34 or 37? There are a lot of podcasts that are really good about talking about the chips, and and this is we're just not, the, not the one right of one. them. Yeah, we're not yeah. chip merchants. I'm sorry to let everyone down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Al, who's the best mid in the seven to nine million bracket? Uh, we talked about I think we covered some that. guys. All right, let's 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 roll to let's let's. Yeah, finish. I think I think we can move on. Yeah, yeah. I think we mainly covered all your questions. Saws, if not. Um, so let's go to captains. What are you looking at for a captain uh, game week twenty eight? I mean, I, I, I'm. This is like where I'm thinking of diff cap. Yeah, a diff cap. Away I from, think away looks from good. Mo. Yeah, Mo away. Watford is not yeah. great. It doesn't feel great. No, but I also am having a really hard time finding like you know where do you go elsewhere like. Is is Vardy too nuts? Right. He's also no, away. If he was yeah. home, I'd feel so much better about that. So cap. much better. But yeah. I Norwich, dude, they're bad. Like they're really bad. They're bad, but I feel like at home they don't get spanked that much. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. They're not I they're not gonna win, but I just don't see like a four nil. Which is yeah. what you want. But I don't see a 4 0 from Liverpool at Watford. No, me neither, either. me neither. I just don't yeah, I'm looking at these fixtures and I don't really feel great about any of them, to be honest. I might go Vard. I mean if I brought if I get Vardy in for Kuhn, I'm I might go there. Yeah. I need I mean I'll I'll need to see how the Champions League and all the things happen this week, but I, I don't I don't hate that. I, I feel like it's hard to even so, figure someone else out. Like I'm looking at these fixtures and I'm not even seeing like a shout that I love. Am I, am I missing yeah. something? No, no, I, I don't think so. The home I, teams I, are all either really bad or Everton home United, Spurs home Wolves. Yeah, I think that to me, it's like Norwich are so much worse than Watford. That yeah, yeah I agree. You know, I, I that's the thing. What about that, like that's Ings? Tipping it. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah. Right? I, I mean, the thing with I'm... Ings that the thing with Ings that's just like a little bit annoying is that like he subs him all the time, like on seventy. And I mean, maybe that's like silly that that's no, it is annoying. It's annoying, but like I don't know, I don't know if that's not, but yeah, I mean, I guess Ings, but I just feel like also with Southampton is just. Yeah, yeah, I, I I haven't looked enough into Southampton like home yeah. away splits kind yeah, of thing to see either. if that's a thing or not. But just saying, know. yesterday they put up over three xG against Aston Villa and took twenty eight shots. Yeah, I mean, I think West Ham are probably worse than Norwich, but I think Leicester are a lot better than Southampton. So right, right, right. yeah, I need I need to look at that for sure. But I think that's a, that's a shout, definitely, a shout, right? definitely. I definitely think that's a shout. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, really tough one though. Yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one. It's I mean, I feel one. like I mean, it, we're both on Mo, Mo now, Mo's but our tra- we might be both transferring in our captains or something like that. Yeah, and, I, and Mo is still very safe. Like yeah, Atwater is so good. Very yeah, safe. It's so good. But so. safe well, isn't good sometimes. Like safe it depends. Yeah, it depends. But safe in a week where you're like, I don't really like the cap, is passive. It's not safe. Yeah. In yeah, my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I want to be aggressive and go elsewhere. I just the haven't captain, found like someone James I like. Captain. Yeah. Oh my god, Reese James cap. McNeil cap. Alonzo cap. <laughs> Dude, Neil cap. He's back. Neil. N E A L. Neil. Mops cap. <laughs> all right, all right, enough, enough. Um, so what moves you so you you already kind of said your moves. You're looking at Kuhn Devardi, you're looking at a lot of stuff with like Kuhn and Mars. Yeah, I, I think this this is a, a my life discussion. Yeah, I mean sort of same. I mean I have on paper I only have one blanker, but Hayden just is bombed out of the team. Which by the way, Bruce, what the fuck are you doing? Like Ben Taleb is so fucking bad. They were actually like winning some games. Hayden gets a goal, gets an assist. I feel like he's been one of their best players of the season. Maybe I'm wrong. And then he just gets dropped and they're just getting fucking thumped. I'm just like, fuck off, Bruce. Like, God. But yeah, so I have Hayden and I have Brandon Williams as two of my starters this week and neither are nailed at all. So I have the same players. I'm also thinking about wildcarding. This week. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Holy shit. I didn't know that was in the mix. But yeah, I have two frees. I mean, I'm looking at like maybe Hayden to McNeil or like Hayden to a nailed guy like Dendonker or something like that. And then maybe. Dendonker's not nailed. Isn't he? No, because that, that's a 3 4 3 5, three, five 2 oh, switch. Oh, right. Like, if they're playing three yeah. mids or two mids. Yeah. But regardless, someone nailed. Um, I don't know. But I need more time. I need Friday in my life as well. I can't wait for Friday my life. Thursday my life. God damn it. Friday Everything game. my life. Yeah, I just my can't wait for my life. <laughs> yeah. Let me slap asses. We got four new sign-ups, four new Patreon sign-ups this week. We got Adar. He popped in with a couple of questions. Shrivastava. We got Pokmalak. No idea what that is. Robert Corp. And then we got Steven, my dad, signing straight up. El Jefe coming in. <laughs> Good job by him. Slap all of the asses. Um, I think that's it, bro. Any last words or are we getting out of here? It was a good job by you! Check us out at FMLBL.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLBL. Support us at Patreon.com. Slash FMLBL. Subscribe. Rate, rate, rate.